Jesus took naps, be like Jesus. Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. Our desire is to provide a digital place for those who long to belong. We're developing discipleship tools, distributing them across multiple platforms to bring about a rapture-ready body of believers so that when Jesus Christ comes back, he will have no trouble recognizing his own children. Tonight's nightlight is out of Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30, an encouraging promise of rest that comes from our Messiah. Come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I want to talk to you about rest. It's the other it's the other lesson that's taught in the creation. In the Genesis story, God works for six days and then rested on the seventh day of creation. In the in the Ten Commandments in Exodus chapter 20, 90 words are used to uh, make sure that we take Sabbath rest seriously and uh, thou shalt not murder, thou shalt not kill is said in a few words. God wants you to learn to rest. No, certainly he wants us to learn to work too. Uh, Work was created before the fall ever started. Work is divinely ordained of God to accomplish his kingdom purposes on the planet. It's used to extend his kingdom. It's used to provide for us and for our families. It's used so that we can have resource to share with those around us. All of those are true and good things. Somehow, though, we fail to learn the lesson of moderation. Philippians enjoins us to be moderate in everything or in all things. And we are so often like the pendulum on an old grandfather clock that swings from one extreme to the other extreme but never finds that place of moderation that's actually in the middle. Jesus had a very busy, tumultuous ministry. He spent, he spent literally three and a half years exhaustively preaching and teaching around Galilee and then down later down south in Jerusalem and all around that area delivering people from demonic spirits, healing diseased bodies, teaching and preaching to the souls of men and women, boys and girls. And yet he also took time to rest. He took time apart to rest in God and pray. He took time to physically rest. After one long day, he was out on the Sea of Galilee. A storm came up and he was in the hindermost part of the ship taking a nap. The, the disciples are disturbed that he would have the audacity to rest while a storm is threatening their very existence. They say to him, carest thou not that we perish? And they want him to wake up and do something about the storm. No, he does wake up and do something about the storm. But what they didn't realize is they were safe in the ship as long as the Lord of the storm was in the ship with them. They were in the ship with somebody that could walk on water, but they were terrified. I'm afraid sometimes our terror drives us to work and to work and to work and to not ever take time for rest. God designed rest. He designs a Sabbath rest uh, where there is literally a break every seven days and he wants us to take one day set aside each week to really focus on resting in God. He gives us night at the end of day. In, in the evening and the morning were the first day and that night of rest equips you and readies you for being able to launch into the work that God has for you later on that next on that morning that follows after night. God has designed 
in the Old Testament, there was a Sabbath year where the land was caused to lie fallow for that Sabbath year. And then every 49th year, there was a year of Jubilee. And that was a very special Sabbath year where deaths were forgiven and financial rest was given to people. So God takes this issue of rest very seriously. And I have to say that because I, I'm kind of wound tight, it's a little hard for me to learn this lesson, but I need to learn it. Uh, because I violated the Sabbath rest when I was in full-time ministry, I almost destroyed myself, and it wasn't good. God was not pleased. God is not pleased when we burn out, nor is he pleased when we rust out. He wants us instead to find a pace that we can carry on over the entirety of our life. And that's why he calls us regularly to come to him and find rest unto our souls. So I want to encourage you to build some rest, rhythms of rest into your life. Uh, God's not honored that you exhaust yourself and that you find you deplete all of your spiritual and emotional reserves. He doesn't want you running on empty. He wants you running in the fullness of the Holy Spirit and listening to the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit says, sit down, stand still, be quiet, rest. It's okay to take a nap. It's okay to rest. It's okay to uh, to allow your mind and your spirit to rejuvenate. Listen to the Amplified as, as it reads this same passage. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace, and I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, following me as my disciple. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, renewal, blessed quiet for your souls. My yoke is easy to bear. My burden is light. Don't you want renewal and blessed quiet into your life? We've lost the spiritual disciplines of stillness. We've lost the spiritual disciplines of appropriate rest. Are you getting the right amount of sleep each night? That's not God honoring if you're not. Are you, are you literally going through life exhausted that's not God honor. We need to build balance into our lives. We need to build moderation. And God, God understands that. He considers our frame and he knows that we're dust. Please listen to me. I, I burn out and, and I don't want you to flame out in your life. I want you to have a rich, long, lifelong ministry for God. And that requires that you do what God tells you to do. And sometimes the great physician writes rest on his prescription pad and has it for you. So what's God's prescription for you today? Rest. Dear Lord God, I thank you for these dear ones under the sound of my voice. I pray that you'd bless them and allow them, God, to enter into the Sabbath rest, that inner soul rest that you give to us as believers, where we cease from our striving to somehow work for your acceptance and move into that place where we understand we're accepted in the beloved because of the work of your son, Jesus Christ on the cross on our behalf. What a good God you are. Lord, I pray that you would watch out over us as we lay down tonight. Give your beloved sweet sleep. Allow them to rest deeply tonight that they might go into tomorrow ready, recharged, and rejuvenated with, with a, an awareness of ministry opportunities to, that are around them. Give them a sense of your presence and blessing. Bless their rest and bless their steps. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and the stops of a good man are ordered by the Lord, George Mueller said. Thank you for that. Let us rest tonight in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, God bless you. I love you, but Jesus loves you so much more. Have a deep, rich rest.